everybody, this is Justin from FrugalSnobs.com, and I wanted to provide an open for episode 46 of the award-winning on-demand audio experience. It's never won an award, but that could all chance I like to say that is the Frugal Snobs podcast. Now, with respect to the show, we have an announcement. I have Christina here with me. We have made it another step further with Google Play Music and their podcasting platform. So, apparently we were out just Googling and vanity Googling for the podcast today, and we found a very interesting link for the Google Play Music podcast portal. So we clicked on the link, and apparently we needed to verify the podcast and uh, to fully publish it. But the podcast apparently is now live, so to speak, on the beta version of the portal. Now, you won't be able to see the podcast just yet, but we've heard through, through Ars Technica and other sources, including TechCrunch, that certain users are part of a beta group who are testing the podcast features on Google Play Music on the Google Play Music app. So we are coming to the Android environment. We're very pleased and excited about that in terms of entering the Android ecosystem and reaching potentially millions of valued listeners for the podcast. So we are a step further, so that's some great news. And again, we didn't BS anybody. We are coming to Google Play Music. We are now live on the platform. We will go live when the platform goes public. So that's the first item. Second item, it is Good Friday. So I did want to wish everyone... Um, around the world, a very happy Easter uh, this weekend. Again, for those who are, of course, um, you know, again, re- relating their, their religious beliefs to that holiday. So, it's Good Friday. Uh, Easter is coming up this coming Sunday, and uh, we're looking forward to it. But, we decided to go out today. Christina took the day off, and I had a company holiday. And we decided to go out and get some lunch today at our local Chinese restaurant. Did we not? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. But, we found a couple of, of very interesting tidbits of um, what I'll call a tactless... Uh, behavior when it comes to our, our Chinese restaurant nearby here uh, in Alexandria. So apparently now they, I believe, make you show your receipt on your table. They do, and it's actually posted right at the register when you pay. Please leave receipt out on table. Wow, so it's, it seems like somebody did some, uh, uh, some, some dashes, if you will, in terms of uh, you know bringing in people that are eating and not paying. So... Um, just another step, folks, in that in the tacky meter. <laughs> also, keep in mind they did not put the plates until after eleven when they opened at eleven. So they opened at eleven. We were there early because I wanted to hit the sushi bar, of course, early. It is a Chinese buffet, folks, but they do offer some Japanese dishes as well, including sushi and sashimi. So we wanted to hit up at least the, I wanted to hit up the sushi bar at eleven a.m. Eastern time today. So we went a little bit early. Uh, this way we also got to the food first. That way it's fresh and no one's picked through it. Ugh, quite gross. Again, we are the frugal snobs. So we do have standards. But again, to Christina's point, plates were not out until after 11. So apparently they had to time it um, specifically. And just it just is amazing to me that, you know, again, venues that you might rely upon as your, some of your favorites or some of your go-to places to grab a bite to eat from time to time, especially when you're a busy professional, when they start to decline, you get a little bit uh, agitated and a little bit annoyed. So we experienced that today. Um, again, we'll be putting out a review of this particular Chinese restaurant uh, at FrugalSnobs.com, so check that out. But I also wanted to mention the concept of the fortune cookie fortunes. <laughs> so Christina's already laughing at me. So it's a concept to me because every time that she and I go and grab some lunch together, we always grab a fortune cookie at our Chinese restaurant, and she always has better fortunes than I do, always, even when I let her pick her cookie to basically choose her fortune. I gave you your chance today to pick it, and I she, told you don't complain. Yes, well, guess what? What did I do? Complain. I did complain. So why don't you be so kind as to read your fortune from today? My fortune says, people find it difficult to resist your persuasive ways. That should have been my fortune. I mean, hello, we are hosting and producing an award-winning on-demand audio experience. Never won an award here. But at any rate, 
Okay, so that's the first item, folks, and I'm sure everyone's experienced it as well. Your local go-to uh, restaurants or venues sometimes slip, and it's a little bit disheartening. But one venue that apparently is not slipping is Starbucks with their new rewards program, which I believe will launch when, April 12th? Correct. Um, they are phasing out the old system when you get a star per item with a limit of two per day to unlimited stars per day based on the dollar system. Excellent. So if you haven't caught that, folks, in terms of the Starbucks rewards program and you're not familiar with what we're talking about here, go back and check out the Reward Yourself episode of the Fuel House podcast. Uh, we'll actually cover the program. And again, new program from Starbucks in terms of their rewards program is launching on April 12th. So check it out. All right, folks. At any rate, hope everybody enjoys the episode uh, this week. Be well and never pay retail. We hope you enjoy the show. Everybody, this is Justin from FrugalSnobs.com, and I wanted to welcome episode 46 of the award-winning on-demand audio experience that is the Frugal Snobs podcast. Now, I wanted to first wish everyone a very happy and safe Easter weekend. Today is Saturday, March 26, 2016. Brought Christina with me this week with some show notes, so we thought we would go through some different topical items uh, in terms of current events, and also go through our topic this week, which is entitled The Executioner. It's ominous, but it's pretty cool, and we got a lot of things to talk about this week. But before we do that, I wanted to go ahead and give these shameless plugs. You can find out more about us at frugalsnobs.com, on Facebook at facebook.com slash frugalsnobs, on the Twitter at twitter.com slash frugalsnobs. You can tweet us at frugalsnobs. You can also use the hashtag frugalsnobs, all one word, all lowercase, to keep the discussion going. Now, if you are a free or subscriber-based user at FrugalSnobs.com, which, by the way, get out there and register everybody. I'll talk about that here in a second. If you'd like to catch images from all of our great posts from all of the uh, content we're placing out at FrugalSnobs.com for subscriber eyes only, of course, you can check out all those images by going to Tumblr, by checking it out at FrugalSnobs.tumblr.com. For select video episodes of this podcast, you can check out all of those episodes, as well as our short-form content, by checking out our YouTube channel by going to videos, that's videos.frugalsnobs.com. And, of course, you can check out this podcast every single week by, of course, checking us out at frugalsnobs.com. But we recommend and prefer that you subscribe to this show on iTunes or add us to your Stitcher playlist. It helps us out, and if you're subscribing at iTunes, leave a five-star rating and a comment. helps us climb the charts. We are feverishly busy trying to syndicate content, get our content out there. We'll talk about Iran here in a second as it relates to that. But, again, as I mentioned in the open, along with Christina, we are very happy and pleased to announce that we are another step closer to reaching folks via Google Play Music's podcasting platform. So the podcast platform appears to be available, folks, due to a Google search that we were vanity searching for this week for ourselves. Of course, we always do. But it looks like uh, the Google... Uh, Play Music Podcasting Portal is rolling out to select users, and we were able to verify and publish the podcast this weekend. And we are live. Yes, we are. So if you are one of the select users that is a beta tester for Google Play Music Podcasting, please do check out Frugal Snobs. We are live, and again, the platform will be going public very soon. So we are looking forward to being one of the founding podcasts for Google Play Music Podcasts. Awesome, awesome stuff. So, before we get into our notes, rants, and the topic this week, again, put together some show notes, brought Christina with me, as you all heard. 
I wanted to also remind everyone kindly that there are several ways you can help out the Tool Sounds Project and, of course, the podcast. First way is by taking the PodTrack survey. If you haven't done so already, go to FrugalSnobs.com, click on the link on the homepage. Uh, in five to ten minutes of your time, you'll be able to help us out by providing some key demographic information and also help us to provide uh, potential advertisers with demographic info uh, that helps us align potential advertisers and sponsors for this show. We're an organic show, folks, so I'm not a huge fan of ad copy. We'll talk about that as well in our notes here shortly. But if I am going to be reading ad copy, it's for products and services that we, the Frugal Snobs, actually use, and we hope you find useful and beneficial. Another way you can help us out, of course, is by doing your Amazon shopping, folks. It's absolutely free. It's F-R-E, my favorite four-letter word. So I'm going to go to FrugalSnobs.com. You can use the Amazon search widget toward the bottom of the page. Search for your item of choice. Click on it from the search results. You'll be taken to an Amazon landing page where you can complete your purchase using your standard Prime Amazon account. It doesn't cost you a thing, folks. You're going to be doing your Amazon shopping but by using the Frugal Snobs associate relationship with Amazon. As a result, Amazon is, um, how should I say, gracious enough and kind enough to kick back a few bucks, a few ducats to help us cover the production costs of this show. And for the project, the project and or the show, folks, I should say, are not free for us. We actually use our own funds. So get out there, do your part. Do your Amazon shopping like you normally would, folks. Use the Frugal Snobs. helps us out. Last way you can help out the project is by directly donating. Simply go to FrugalSnobs.com, click the Donate button, and through a PayPal secure-based payment, you will be able to donate an amount of your choosing to Frugal Snobs Project. All right, shameless plugs and asking for your help now is checked off the list and out of the way. But yet to piggyback off of the shameless plugs, look what Kirk Cousins is doing. Oh, that's a good segue into notes. <laughs> Good seg- that was a good segue. By the way, folks, before we get into the Kirk Cousins matter, uh, I don't want to make this into a rant. It's actually quite funny. But confession here, we actually did record a version of this episode uh, earlier today. It was a little short, so we're going to slow down a little bit and really talk through some items and make sure we don't forget things. In fact, what's quite funny is that we are now starting to keep show notes. Christina's here, of course, quarterbacking this episode. <laughs> I, sitting here as talent, she is our illustrious producer for the Fruit House podcast. But we mentioned keeping notes on this previous uh, recording of this episode, and we said that keeping notes would be beneficial to us so we wouldn't forget content or topics. And what did we end up doing? Forgetting this. Yeah, we forgot a couple of topics um, and topical areas, including Kirk Cousins. Now, Kirk Cousins is the amazing quarterback for the Washington Redskins. I'm glad to see they pulled the franchise card and got him in for over $19 million. So I'm happy that Kirk Cousins is staying with the Redskins. I wish RG3 all the best. It looks like in Cleveland at this point, if he can recover from his injury. <laughs> the um, chronic injuries. His chronic injuries. So, uh, of course, and his re- most recent injury, hurting himself walking into the Browns facility for the first time. So, yes. anyway, um, really happy to see Kirk Cousins get franchised um, in terms of being retained by the Redskins. Looking forward to the 2016 season. We wish Alfred Morris also all the best of luck. Trader going to the Dallas Cowboys. But at any rate, um, I want to talk about Kirk Cousins a bit. Um, about a week ago, Christina and I were out and about in the Snobmobile, and we happened to see a city bus. And city buses are very common here in the Washington, D.C. metro area, along with advertising on the side of the buses. And what did we see on the side of the bus? We saw an ad for Kirk Cousins endorsing, I believe, pet supplies, along Correct. with a tagline of, you like that. Yes. And if anybody has ever watched basically anything from the 2015 season for the Washington Redskins, any scoring attempts by Kirk Cousins or any run-ins by Kirk Cousins, there is a, a tagline that's always used enchanted with, with, within the confines of FedEx Field of, you like that, right? Mm-hmm. So it was on the side of a city bus. 
So apparently Kirk Cousins is now endorsing pet supplies. Shamelessly, mind you. So, good job on the segue into the notes. So, wanted to kind of talk about that in terms of Kirk Cousins. Let us know what you think. Send an email to contact at We'd like to hear from you. So, interesting. So, what's next? Oh, you just tugged on my shirt. So, everybody, I am wearing this really awesome shirt, and there's a story behind this shirt. It's a really cool t-shirt. It's, I think it's a poly blend. It's very comfortable, very airy, and it definitely is going to be a poolside shirt this spring and summer. Would you agree? Definitely. Excellent. But this shirt's pretty cool. Christina actually ordered this shirt for herself via eBay. Brand new shirt. She bid on it. Spent, what, $3.50 on it? About that. Three fifty. It's a cool shirt. has two lines on it, folks. One line with a moon, one line with a sun, and it's a black lion and a white lion. And it's, it's almost like a yin-yang kind of lion pattern. It's on the front of the shirt and the back of the shirt. It is a really cool shirt. We'll put out a picture, I think. Uh, for this particular shirt. Put out an image at frugalsnobs.com and check it out. So, awesome shirt. And for anybody who's looking for any other awesome shirts, you don't have to go to eBay per se, folks. I think this was just kind of a luck of the draw thing. And apparently in China, where this shipped from, I'm a 2X. Actually, ordered a 2X assuming that the size would be obviously exaggerated, right? Mm-hmm. And apparently I'm a 2X in China, so I'm a pretty, I guess I'm a pretty big dude in China. <laughs> yes, so. I'm an average built guy, everybody, but I'm definitely staying healthy. But apparently I'm a 2X in China. So, okay. Awesome shirt. Awesome, awesome shirt. But if you want to check out other awesome shirts, for anybody who hasn't used Woot.com, not a sponsor of this show, by the way. That's W-O-O-T.com. They have Woot.com for products. They also uh, manage two additional services. One is ShirtWoot, S-H-I-R-T.Woot.com, which is pretty cool. They show some awesome button-down shirts, T-shirts, etc., and you can order... Um, up to a certain number of shirts per day, but it's only a given single type of shirt. So go check out shirt.woot.com. Also, if you're a wine snob, and by the way, to the the uh, content creator at the Frugal Wine Snob, we're very happy that we finally beat you in our Google search results at the Frugal Snobs. Small victory. But if you are a wine snob, go to wine.woot.com. It's w-i-n-e.woot.com, and you can get some really nice deals on some excellent wines to help stock your cellar or your small wine rack. In our case, it's a small wine rack since we, we habitate in a much more compact area here in the D.C. metro. So go check out Woot, including Shirt Woot. All right, next item. I was going to say, you might be bragging about that shirt, but you're not going to be bragging about 54club.com. Oh, that's true. Good job on that segue. Very <laughs> good. That's why I have you on the show. You keep me honest and entertaining. So, folks, we talked about in the past, on a more serious note, I'm going to calm down here a little bit. We talked about in the past... Um, Truth in podcast advertising, and we love podcasts just as much as all of you, and we're glad that you're listening to this show. We appreciate it. Um, but we talked about Nuts.com in the past and kind of the skewed advertising in terms of ordering free samples and having to pay for those free samples, etc. If you, you didn't check that out, folks, go back to episode 45 of the show. Check out that discussion on Nuts.com. We, we really have encountered another issue uh, and similar to the same vein in terms of 54club.com. And again, that's F-I-V-E-F-O-U-R club.com. And basically, 54club.com, folks, is a service that makes guys look good. So instead of having the ladies in your lives, guys, go shopping for you or shopping for yourself, you can go to 54club.com, and for $60 flat a month, you'll basically be able to pick out a style profile based on body type, etc. And on a seasonal basis, in terms of the Every given month, um, you'll receive uh, items that are conducive to that season for your body type, etc., etc., and your style profile. Now, negative with this, there's a couple. First is, 
when you sign up for an account using we used a promo code from another podcast from podcast one we are fans of podcasts at podcast one and we tried to use the promo code and as soon as we signed up for an account using the we couldn't even put the promo code in i think they made you pay immediately is that correct that is correct that's why we did not get an account with fiveworkclub.com so basically what i wanted folks was to use this promo code to get a free pair of sunglasses from an unnamed vendor and manufacturer again no inadvertent sponsorships for this show they're not paying for airtime they're not going to get it so i wanted my free pair of sunglasses supposedly allegedly a hundred dollar value so we went to fiveworkclub.com and we attempted to register for an account to use a promo code to get this pair of sunglasses and this pair of sunglasses is not worth sixty dollars right off the bat especially if i've never seen any of the quality in terms of the products and the videos at fiveworkclub.com are very ambiguous they're not specific when we did a little more research, what we found is what you'll receive for that $60 per month is typically a shirt and a jacket in, in cooler months, early spring to mid to late fall, or you'll receive a shirt or and or a pair of slacks, jeans, etc. So you're really, in essence, receiving one outfit or a top and a jacket for all of 60 bucks a month. You can do better, folks, shopping for yourselves. And keep in mind, if you're going to go out and shop for yourselves, folks, with discounts, coupons for things like Joseph A. Bank or Men's Warehouse or whatever, You'll be able to actually touch the items, try them on. You're not going to get that from 54club.com. So you're putting a lot of trust in a service that may deliver you items that you don't like. Or may not fit you right. Or may not fit you correctly. And again, based on those body types. Um, and by the way, folks, um, to this point, Christina was, a, was very good at putting out a few posts on fitting the part. Um, these were previously posted at frugalsnaps.com on Wednesdays. We are going to make an effort to get those posts reposted for subscriber eyes only. So get out there and register, folks, at FreeWillSnobs.com. She did a really good job with those. So I think she knows what she's talking about. Yeah, uh, I mean, with guys, there's fighter and body types. And on 54club.com, they did not even give you an option to say, oh, hey, I'm a big boy. Or, hey, hey, I'm a little rail here. A big boy? I, I believe uh, <laughs> I'll say glandular. Is that better? <laughs> it's a good word. Glandular. Um, I have no idea what my body type is. Is it upside down triangle? What is it? I would say inverted triangle. In, oh, not upside down. Inverted triangle. Sorry. <laughs> inverted triangle. In other words, broad-shouldered, thinner waist. Correct? Correct. Excellent. See, I listen. I do listen to these things. You actually pay attention? Yes, and you make me look good. So, <laughs> all right, folks. So um, be careful. Buyer beware at 54club.com. If you are interested in checking out the posts, uh, male or female, of course, guy or gal, um, for the Fitting the Part uh, post series, please do go check them out. Uh, we will get those out again and repost at frugalsnobs.com in the coming days. So by the time the next episode of this podcast hits, you'll have access to those posts. Again, if you are signing up, uh, either already have signed up or you're signing up this week for an account at frugalsnobs.com, get out there and register. So a little cheap plug, want to talk about 5-4 Club. Let's also move on to the political events with uh, Ted Cruz, Donald Trump, etc. Is that good? Can we move on to that? That works. Okay. So everyone knows on this show, if you've listened to recent episodes, I am a supporter of Donald Trump as a conservative American. Um, apparently Ted Cruz has hit the skids a little bit with a sex scandal due to some footage, I believe, of him leaving a restaurant with a woman twice a week. So at any rate, um, apparently Ted Cruz accused Donald Trump of leaking this particular information. Donald Trump basically denied it. And apparently truth in politics, folks, it looks like Marco Rubio's ally actually leaked this information. By the way, Marco Rubio is out of contention the nomination for the Republican Party for President of the United States in the 2016 yeah, election year. And um, apparently this was leaked to the National Enquirer, so all that truth and news, folks. But I find it funny. I think Ted Cruz should apologize. So you think it'll but, happen? Oh, of course not. But, again, another one for the good guys. Donald Trump absolved of it. 
I, I believe and hopefully he is. So, so I'll take it where I can get it. So, all right. So I want to talk about that. And I also want to talk about Obama going to Cuba this week. Um, I'm not an Obama fan, but I would say that opening up diplomatic uh, relations with Cuba, it's, it's good for us. It's good for them. I'm happy as a cigar smoker that I can actually now purchase up to $100 of Cuban cigars. But anybody out there that hasn't had a Cuban cigar who is looking into getting into cigars or is an enthusiast or an aficionado of cigars, check out cigars from uh, manufacturers, vendors from um, Nicaragua. Uh, Nicaraguan tobacco is very similar to Cuban seed tobacco. It's going to be the closest thing you're going to get to Cuba. So check out cigars from Nicaragua. Just a little tip on the cigar front. Now the other item about Cuba I want to talk about is that my favorite band of all time, the Rolling Stones, performed a free concert yesterday, Good Friday, March 25th, in Havana, Cuba. Um, really pleased to hear that Mick Jagger uh, performed in Cuba. Um, however, I have one small item, and Christina said earlier I can't get any what out of this? You can't get any satisfaction that's, out of this. That's right. Even though they performed satisfaction uh, during this concert, I was very dismayed to hear they did not perform Wild Horses. Best love song of all time. If you are unfamiliar with this song, folks, and you're a younger listener, go back and listen to it on YouTube at 1971 Sticky Fingers album by the Rolling Stones, written by Mick Jagger and Keith Richards, Wild Horses. Great song. Excellent song. But it was not performed during the concert. A little bummed about that. But that's and unfortunately, okay. we couldn't watch it because when we tried to go to CNN, we ran into a little hurdle. Yes, we did. And even seeing a news article on CNN, obviously we couldn't stream the concert, folks, but... We were hoping to see snippets from the concert. Um, unfortunately, CNN.com, which does offer a live streaming service, comes with a caveat. And the caveat is that you must be a subscriber to a supported TV or cable package. Um, however, if you are not, you are able to use the streaming service at CNN.com, but for only a limit of 10 minutes. And those 10 minutes include commercial breaks. So if... If you're trying to check something for 10 minutes, you're only going to get about five to six minutes of content along with a black screen. Is that correct? Correct. Ugh. All right. So be careful, folks. Uh, check out your 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 uh, provisions from your cable, satellite, or, ca or TV provider of, of whatnot sort. And make sure that um, if you are a fan of streaming news via CNN that you do use a supported package. Otherwise, you're going to be up creek, if you will. So... And notice I said creak and not crick, as some people <laughs> tend to say. So Christina's laughing as a little inside joke on that. So um, definitely make sure that uh, you you are using a supported package. If not, folks, there's a number of outlets out there for you to get the latest in news. So, all right. Any other items on our notes? Time to get to the topic. All right. So let's get into the topic this week. Um, so just taking a little bit of a breather, slowing down my speech a little bit here. Was going quite a bit, folks. I got a little bit of a sports drink here to sip on. Um, we've been known on this show for not only our antics, our best of series in terms of finding deals and telling you where you can get the best deals in the DC metro, but we try to focus on topical information that appeals to a global audience. We really appreciate our international audience as well. And by the way, this month, folks, before we get into the topic, proud to say we had hits from six continents. Um, our numbers are the highest they've ever been, and we are not even out of March 2016 yet. And that includes numbers for not only FoolSnobs.com in terms of readership, but also for the podcast, and we're looking forward to the future. At any rate, we'll talk about that here toward the wrap-up of the episode. But we're often known for focusing on career-oriented or professional topics to help you build your career, make you into a frugal snob, live by our philosophy, and we really appreciate your support. 
So this week we wanted to talk about being the executioner. It's an ominous topic. It's a cool topic for the podcast and, of course, a cool title for the episode. And what I mean by the executioner is it's not a morbid uh, term in this case. The executioner is really one who executes in your professional career. And I've broken down the execution uh, concept into four given areas. The first is at the task level, right? So tasks are, in my opinion, I mean, you can have different definitions of tasking. To me, it's what you do every day. Right? It's the activities you perform every single day. A task is an activity uh, in most cases, or you can have a collection of activities that contribute to completing a task. Now, if you don't have a task management solution for yourself, get one. They're very easy to get. Todoist is a really good um, task management, project management, uh, high-level tool. It's available. It's also integrated with uh, Google as well in terms of your Google accounts and the Google ecosystem. So go check out Todoist, Todoist. T-O-D-O-I-S-T, um, not a bad tool, but quite frankly, if you're busy working in a, in a Microsoft environment in terms of using a Windows-based desktop, um, you're probably using Microsoft Outlook. Use the task management tools within Outlook. You can create tasks, color code your tasks, set task completion dates, percentages. You can link tasks. You can share tasks. It's very easy to do. I do this every single day. For example, I color code my tasks into three different color codes. Basically, the first color is red. So red tasks are customer-facing tasks. They are asking for something from us. They need something from us. They need us to develop. They need us to test, etc. It is based on a customer-driven need. So those tasks are red. My yellow-based tasks are internal tasks to support any customer-based tasks. They're designed to help us maybe stand up new items in our environment or do perform any additional testing. Um, those are internal tasks that help me uh, become stronger to help support my customer in those red tasks. Now. My last task area is blue tasking, and that is professional, personal development tasks as well that help me to better perform my internal or external uh, customer-facing duties as well. We'll talk about professional development and executing here shortly. So long, short, folks, if you aren't using a, a task management solution, if you're using Outlook, use Outlook. It also integrates with your calendar. So if you're already using your calendar for reminders or setting meetings or coordinating your time, um, <clears throat> definitely use it for task management as well. One other item when it comes down to task management and using your calendar, if you're busy, folks, and trying to execute, use your calendar defensively. And what I mean by that is block off your time. Um, I do it on a regular basis, and it works really well. You may have a block of three to four hours during your day, maybe a certain number of days a week. Block that time off so no one can disturb you. Set it as do not disturb time. This way you can you can perform work, be diligent, and contribute to completing your tasks. Now. The next area that I wanted to talk about when it comes down to executing is in respect to your goals. Now, uh, just as a cheap plug for next week, everybody, episode 47 is going to focus on um, aligning your goals to optimize yourself. So I'll give more details toward the end of the episode as well. But to lead us into that, I wanted to talk about executing relating to goals. Now, goals are not tasks. Uh, Some people may get into an argument semantically about what is a task versus a goal versus an objective. Don't listen to any of that mess, folks. It's ridiculous. There's better things to, to, to focus your time on and your thoughts on. To me, goals are a collection of tasks that bubble up to a macro achievement. In this case, a goal. Uh, tasks should contribute to goals. You should basically be focusing on completing tasks so they contribute to goals. Do not complete tasks that are inane. In other words, they don't contribute to something. Your tasks should contribute to accomplishing a goal. You should be executing on your goals. Those goals can be individual in terms of helping you do your job better, which I'll talk about shortly. 
Those goals are typically often handed down by management, however. So in my case with a customer, I have goals to meet with that customer. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a software deployment. Maybe it's a consulting engagement. Maybe it's putting together a proposal. That is a goal to me. Writing the proposal is not a task. That proposal is, and delivering that proposal is a goal. The tasks that go into creating and delivering the proposal are those activities that generate the proposal. So identifying customer needs, identifying costs, identifying ecosystem components, identifying staff to perform the steps to deploy based on the proposal. The proposal is the goal, the delivering of the proposal. The activities that go into accomplishing the goal are the tasks. So I just wanted to clarify that. I don't want to bore anybody, but I wanted to break that down a bit better. Now, a collection of goals, in my opinion, contributes to accomplishing and, and completing objectives. Now, those objectives are tend, they tend to be higher level. They tend to be above your, man, your direct management or your most immediate management and are typically pushed down from upper management, so your management's management in some cases. Objectives are more corporate aligned. In other words, are you executing and contributing toward corporate objectives? This is the kind of thing, folks, that gets you promoted in your roles. So you may hear an argument that if someone asks you, what gets you promoted? Some people may say, oh, it's performing. No, it's not just performing. It's taking on responsibilities and taking on leadership and also performing. Performing is not good enough. If all you do is perform, you're at the task level in terms of your execution. You're not at the objective execution level. Objective execution level is what gets you promoted because you're looking higher up in the organization, you're looking at the bigger picture, you're contributing to those objectives through goal attainment, through task completion. So it bubbles down, folks. It's not something that it's simple to explain always. It's something that you need to attain over time. You are not going to get promoted just by being a task worker. If you're a task worker, I mean, you might as well be, and no offense to our younger listeners, you might as well be fresh out of college because that tends to be a task worker in some cases. Um, for those who are extraordinary young talent, um, I'm not speaking of you. Many of you have, have done very well with yourselves very young. I know I did. Um, but I always looked to the bigger picture, and I was always executing at a higher level because I saw the bigger picture. If you're stuck at the task level, you'll never see the big picture. Therefore, you're just going to basically continue to spin wheels that will not get you to goal attainment. It will not get you to objective completion and accomplishment. All right. So as it relates to thinking bigger, um, one area where you should also be executing is for yourself from a development perspective. Right? Christine and I both perform a number of tasks that are related to uh, activities outside of our full-time roles. This podcast is one of them. But we also focus on acquiring additional skills that we can use outside of our roles as well. We're executing for ourselves. In my case, it's IT training for um, additional areas of IT that I'd like to focus on. I've been in IT for a number of years, folks, my entire career, but I've done different things. So I'm always looking at porting my skills across multiple areas of the same industry. In Christina's case, she works in AV, but she also is focused on performing activities around digital composition and also writing. So is that correct? I don't want to speak for you. Okay, just wanted to make sure I gave you some props, too, because I know I've been sitting here talking for a while. But we always focus on professional development. We also work with each other quite a bit in terms of bouncing ideas off of one another. We work well on this show, uh, as well in terms of creating the content and producing it. She does a great job, by the way, folks. And I just wanted to focus everyone on the non-career-oriented 
um, execution as well. It helps you bind your skills together, helps you port those skills to different roles, gives you more confidence, and it helps keep you current. It's very important. If you're not kept current, you're going to have a problem. All right. <clears throat> Pardon me, folks. I had to clear my throat a bit. So we've wrapped up on the topic. We've talked about our notes. We've talked about the shameless plugs. So I wanted to give out one other item this week. If you are a podcaster or content creator, I wanted to talk about this. And I think Christina was also trying to whisper something to me, so I'll get to that here in a second. But for episode 46, um, we'd like to put out a teaser for a project for episode 50. We're really looking forward to episode 50. It's a big episode for us. And we've talked about working diligently to syndicate our content throughout the web. And we'd also like to extend that invitation to all of you. If you're a podcaster or looking to get into podcasting or you're a content creator, we have a really nice project that we're working on that we think you'll like. We're going to hold till episode 50 to announce it. But if you are a content creator looking into getting into podcasting and you'd like to begin syndicating your content, please get in touch with us. You can send an email to contact brutalsnobs.com. We'd like to hear from you. We're getting ready for episode 50. It's a big project for us, so we wanted to at least put out that teaser. So it's a nice little update for everybody this week. Um, again, we're on our way to Google Play Music. We are focused on this project for episode 50. And by the way, as it relates to syndicating our content, I want to go on another rant. Can I go on a rant? Yes. Okay, and and I want I didn't want to forget this. Remember for our notes. I say so, we actually have two rants that you weren't able to go on. All right, I'll go on my first rant, and that <laughs> is with respect to syndicating our content. Now I've been talking about this, folks, throughout this show. I've talked about it in previous episodes as well. We are always focused on bringing you the best content possible and giving you uh, the best means of acquiring the content, whether it's on iTunes or on Stitcher or throughout the web. So we are diligent in submitting our feeds and getting our content published across the web. So, like any other weekend, uh, by the way, preparing for this episode, we were out doing research, and we came across a an app called Downcast. Downcaster, correct? Downcaster? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Downcaster is apparently an iOS-based app, correct? Yes. That you can purchase for $2.99, which pulls the content from iTunes. Now... If you're a content creator, as we are, and if you are a member of the iTunes family, as we are, do you think you're going to be happy that there's an app out there that's basically trawling iTunes, that's making users pay for that app and not sharing that content dollar in terms of the revenue share? They're not sharing it with you at all. They're keeping all that money. So if you're a content creator, wouldn't you be a little upset? Would you be upset? Uh, we should be upset because we are on iTunes and they're already doing it to us. True. Why would... I'd be happy with Downcaster taking revenue, not sharing it with the content creators that support it, that basically create the content that also creates the opportunity for Downcaster to exist. Downcaster exists to basically leverage content that others create. And it blatantly says that it is pulled from iTunes and you can only get it through iTunes and it's not available on Android. Absolutely ridiculous. So I am boycotting Downcaster, so down with Downcaster. I'm not happy with that. That is a rant. It's rude. It's disrespectful to the content. Sorry. Wow. Sorry, I've been speaking too quickly, folks. It is disrespectful to the content <laughs> creators, and it, it's a problem. But we're hoping to remedy that. We'll tell you more in episode 50. So what's the other rant that I forgot? I'd rather this be late than never, but people who are chronically late. Oh, yes, yes. 
Bonehead of the Week Award. I'm sorry, everybody. We are notoriously known for our Bonehead of the Week Award. I've been busy. I'm sorry. I even fumbled words this week. Ugh. Anyway, Bonehead of the Week Award this week goes to folks who are chronically late. And I know Christina has members of her family this way. I have members of my family this way. Basically, if you're chronically late, it's rude. Stop it. And I'm being blunt. Stop it. You waste other people's time. Everyone is busy. You are busy and we get it, but at least we respect you enough to show up on time. You need to respect other people and show up on time. And if you don't, straighten up, people. Grow up. Get your stuff together. Show up on time or you don't – basically, you're not, you're not my universe at that point. Are they in your universe? They are not, and I and uh, they are not, and everyone is not the center of their universe. So uh, be on time if you have to. Adjust your clocks, trick your mind, do whatever you need I to. Lie. I lie. I'm not saying I lie intentionally or maliciously. Yeah, I I will tell the person 30 minutes typically before they need to be somewhere to be there. Yeah, and that way you know they're actually on time and not wasting your time because your time is money. I also move on. I move on from people. If if I'm holding a seminar or at a class or doing something like that where I'm basically performing activity that is time sensitive i am not going to hold up everything just for you you need to show up on time or we're moving on without you anyway i don't want to get upset <laughs> that's the bonehead of the week award anyone and everyone who is chronically late so and again i think that can also apply to a global audience so mm-hmm. speaking of which stats this week folks we're really excited we have a lot going on as you've heard um this month is our first month with hits from six continents so it's great news for us our itunes numbers are off the charts uh, the podcast speed is getting the highest number of hits it's ever had, and we're not even through March 2016 yet, folks. We're already coming to additional platforms. We're also making plans to come to Spotify when the platform is opened up, as well as to Pandora. I believe that pat- the platform is opening up in November. So we are busy, and we are looking to get ahead of things as well. At any rate, was there anything else you want to talk about, Christina, this week that I forgot about? I think that's everything. Excellent. So that being the case... I wanted to put a little teaser out there, of course, not only about episode 50 and our big announcement coming at episode 50, but ble- but please do stay tuned, folks, for next week, episode 47, where we talk about optimizing yourself through optimizing your goal attainment. So check it out, folks. You can subscribe to this show on iTunes. Please do get out there and do so. Leave us a five-star rating and a comment. Add your Stitcher playlist to catch us throughout the web, except for on Downcaster, of course. And I just wanted to say to everybody, again, have a happy and safe Easter weekend. Uh, For those in our international audience, we really appreciate it. Thank you for helping us get our numbers up. For our neighbors to the north in Canada, you've had some great numbers this month. Thank you so much. And for all of our Australian brothers and sisters, thank you. You, It's the highest um, count in terms of our stats from Australia uh, ever since the launch of the project last year. So we've come a long way since April 2015. We have a long way to go. So be well. Never pay retail. We're going to ride off into the sunset. We'll see you next week. Take care, everybody. This is Justin from FrugalSnobs.com, and I hope everybody enjoyed episode 46 of the Frugal Snobs podcast. I thought I'd bring a podcast extra, though. I would like to talk about one item uh, that, of course, we forgot on the podcast. We kept notes, folks, but unfortunately, we, of course, forgot something, but it's better than forgetting multiple somethings, right? So I want to talk about one issue, but I also wanted to bring a quick drink review for the Big Daddy IPA. Now, I'm enjoying my Big Daddy IPA that is courtesy of Speakeasy Ales and Lagers out of San Francisco, California. I'm enjoying my Big Daddy IPA out of a Sam Adams Perfect Pint. Sort of pretty cold, around 45 degrees. There's no head on this thing, folks, so it poured nicely. Nice aromatics. has a nice hoppy smell to it. 6.5% ABV. I'll go ahead and take a quick sip here. Mmm. 
that is not too bad. It actually has a nice taste, similar to, um, I'd say, more along the lines of a stout, a little bit more tart than a porter. But again, at 6.5% ABV, you're looking at a mild IPA, so you're not looking at an imperial IPA or what's called a double IPA or a triple IPA. You're looking at something that's probably closer to a session uh, IPA, which is anything, I believe, below 5% ABV. So it's pretty nice if you're getting into the IPA space. You can find out more at goodbeer.com. And again, it's a pretty cool brew, folks. Big Daddy IPA, legit since 1997. So it's, it's pretty cool. And the bottle, of course, as Christina Light to uh, inform me a few seconds ago, has a nice logo and also a very nice slogan of, Who's your daddy? So enjoy, everybody, and drink responsibly. Now, the item I did want to talk about uh, is with respect to Donald Trump. We talked about him a bit on the podcast. But since it is Easter weekend 2016, um, I did want to express my concern and my what I'll say is disagreement with a decision that's being made in Mexico. And apparently Donald Trump, um, or should I say a paper mache version of Donald Trump, will be burned in effigy during the Easter weekend, apparently, um, during a celebration that's held every year in terms of the, the burning of Judas, if you will. So there's actually a celebration apparently in Mexico in which uh, certain figures that are, that are basically thought of as a Judas in society, if you will, are burned in papier-mâché effigy during Easter weekend. And this year, Donald Trump is one of the papier-mâché figures. I don't agree with it. I disagree with it completely. But at any rate, um, I do hope the folks at the, the festivals and celebrations this weekend in Mexico, and particularly in Mexico City, have a great time and, of course, are responsible. But I just wanted to bring that up. So that being the case, I'm going to finish my Big Daddy IPA. Hope everybody enjoys the Easter holiday. Be well. Never pay retail. We'll see you next week.